Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Monday, January 18th, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now, enter our promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get 20% off of your next order. I am Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi. You can find me on Twitter at Nolan Bianchi, longtime Red Wings fan and kidney stone survivor, Ethan Smith at Ethan Smith alongside with me as always ethan what's going on how's it going man red wings just picked up a victory yesterday we're recording this on sunday first win recap of the season welcome it feels good what a time to be alive the red wings are a 500 team right now uh and not in last place in the division which you know i don't don't think a lot of people peg that this late in the season so you can follow us on twitter at lo underscore red wings and of course if you're a fan of the show please do us a favor Leave us a review, subscribe, tell everybody you know, tell somebody you love. As we just mentioned, the Red Wings are one and one. They picked up a 4-2 victory over the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday. A real great time. And in just our second episode of doing post-games, the post-game poem of sadness has turned into a post-game poem of jubilation. I think we should start there. Uh, so if you'll indulge us for just one second. They dropped the puck. It's time to go. Game two of 56. Bobby Ryan lit the lamp, felt that presence super quick. Lark's got two, Fabry got one, and the Hurricanes got far less. Nielsen's out, Mark Stahl's in, but we're too blessed to be stressed. Philip Zadina went apple picking late in the game. The clock was ticking. They won four to two. The game was fun. The Red Wings are now one and one. That's right. The Red Wings are now one and one. It sounds good. You mentioned it. They're 500. Player of the game. Phillips Adina. I don't know if you have any uh, dispute on that. I, I kind of Absolutely decided not. that for myself. Two nope. assists, beautiful pickpocket on the first goal to set up Bobby Ryan. Uh, Ryan gets his first goal as a Red Wing, the first goal for the Red Wings this season. Uh, and then late in the game, Phillips Adina, another nice play below the goal line, gets a puck to Robbie Fabry, makes it three to two, which would be the game winning goal. Uh, just an overall great, great game by. Zadina, he made his presence felt. And these are the kinds of things, Ethan, that we talked about uh, after the first game. He just looks a little more confident, a little more assertive. I think you saw it in both of those assists. And we'll start with the first one, the pickpocket. I mean, it was just, it was gorgeous. He comes right in. He looks like he knows he's going to make the play. He knows exactly what he's going to do with the puck when he gets it. He gets it to Bobby Ryan, the high slot, and it makes it one nothing. Yeah, it's really, it's just little sneaky stuff. It's, it's not like I can't even compare him to another player. It's, it's in my mind, it's more of just a Zadina's going to Zadina. Like I, I, I really do believe that this kid is going to be like that all year, barring any injuries. I praise, I pray he's healthy all year because I think he's really going to start looking like that top 10 pick like that, that dude, that thank God, this dude's finally coming on the scene and finally producing and he's confident in his own abilities. I'm super pumped to see what his ceiling is. 
I just love how uh, amped he gets. Like, and even in situations where he doesn't score, like this, that entire line was like going crazy. Him and Fabry on that first Bobby Ryan yeah. goal went absolutely nuts. That was so awesome to see just them like getting together. Like you, it, it sounds stupid, but like, it was really nice to see them having fun playing hockey. <laughs> I like the the second one too. Um, Zadina just jumps into Fabry's arms. Yeah, <laughs> like I, they, they just look so happy. It just it it looks like a team that's having fun. Yeah, it makes me happy. It, and it's, it's two it's games. A good in, look, man. I know, I know, in, I know, I know. And it's a small sample size because we had to do this last year. Red Wings start off two and zero, incredible wins in the home opener. Uh, so we do. Uh, we are obviously going to pump the brakes, and we're going to keep throwing that caveat out there. But we also don't want that to dampen the spirits because there were some good things to take out of this. We'll go honorable mention for player of the game, Dylan Larkin, two goals, 11 for 20 on face off three shots on goal in 20 minutes and 47 seconds of ice time. Uh, one of those goals was an empty netter first goal, kind of a fluke from behind the net, uh, but good for him for kind of being the leading goal scorer after a rough debut to start the captaincy. He also just like kind of was more visible out there. Like we talked about that first line being invisible last game. Anthony Mantha still really not putting it together in this game, but Dylan Larkin somehow still uh, making that first line of threat simply by his, you know, resolve. He made a couple nice plays below the goal line, almost actually set up Mantha for a pass, like just chopping the puck away from a defenseman. I think that was in the second period, uh, but just all in all a good game for the captain, a good bounce back game for, uh, yeah. for Dylan Larkin. Yeah. Almost 21 minutes game played. I understand his first line. I understand his first line center and stuff like that. But I think it's what Zadina had just under 14 minutes. Yep. Start bumping that up. Come on now. I agree. And I, and I think you we, because uh, we kind of, well, right, well, we'll actually expand on that, that line in a second. Cause it is one of our, our big takeaways of the game. Last uh, honorable, honorable mention, Philip Peronic. We probably won't do two honorable mentions, but this dude literally saved the game uh, early in the game with, a uh, block shot. He had one assist, two shots on goal, one hit, three blocks, 25 minutes and 22 seconds of time on ice. Those last two stats are key because one of those shots uh, blocked a goal. Like it was a bona fide goal. Well, so actually there was kind of a chaotic play in front. He stopped the first goal with his stick. I can't remember which hurricanes, mm-hmm. but I want to say it was like a uh, Teravine or Nita Rider or somebody like that. Uh but he, he stopped one swipe with the puck with his stick. And then while everything was kind of moving around, he gets down on his knees and then just takes a shot right to the chest that was like labeled for the back of the net. So yeah, it was great, dude. Hit him right in the chest. He was right in the right spot. Not a big rebound. I mean, he could have covered if it was, if it wasn't going to be a penalty shot. I mean, great, great save. <laughs> and he played nine minutes in the first period had the, uh, he had the puck on his stick more than anybody else in that first period as well. I believe Ken Daniels said like 30 seconds of puck handling time in the first period that's pretty crazy gotta love it that's that's our that's our dog right there that is in fact our dog uh all right well let's let's go to a break real quick because we do have to talk to you guys today about betonline.ag and then we'll get to our uh, three takeaways of the evening the afc and nfc championships are set and if you want to win a little bit of money this weekend then just head over to betonline.ag because they got all of the lines that you could ask for. You want props, you want overs, you want unders, you want first half, you know, totals, whatever it may be, betonline.ag is going to be your home base for these uh, last two weeks of the NFL season. And then, of course, with the NBA, the NHL starting as well, 
you're going to be able to want to let wet the beak on a nightly basis. Just head on over to betonline.ag, sprinkle a little bit of money on the Red Wings to win on Saturday. I'm not sure what that money line was, but I'm pretty sure that if you did, you made a, a pretty nice chunk of change. They've got NFL games of the week, college, basketball, all those top games. March Madness is coming up. All the top current headlines in sports. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action when you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Fenderoff gives him the business. All right, then before we get into segment two here, just want to remind you guys to be sure to tune into tomorrow's show as well. We'll be having Jay Forrester from the Lockdown Blue Jackets podcast to recap uh, game one of their series that takes place Monday at noon uh, and then do a little bit of get to know the enemy. We haven't really sunken our teeth into the blue jackets. We spent uh, a couple seasons in a different division than them after battling out in the central uh, division for all those years. So we're just going to get to know him a bit. You know, maybe we could be in play for Pierre-Luc Dubois. Let's see here what the blue jackets are going to be looking in return. So don't miss the episode subscribe. It's the only way to make sure that you're uh, you're staying on top of all of our episodes. Three takeaways for the Red Wings 4-2 victory over the Hurricanes. Uh, we can kind of do ours, our first ones together, because I think they, they kind of uh, fit a little bit into the same thing. More fight in the dog. You know, we always hear it's not the size of, size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. And the Red Wings, by all accounts, on Saturday as well as Thursday, were not the better hockey team in this game. Uh, and they're not going to be the better hockey team in a lot of games that they play this season. But I think we saw something important, uh, which is that the goaltending and the, uh, I guess, just the persistence in the final two periods really kept this team afloat and earned them a victory. Yeah, like it was the, for me, it's the motivation. It, it's like, I feel this, like I said earlier, there's like, there's an edge a bit more of an edge now than, I mean, since what the middle of November last year season was over. Mm. We had to sit through months and months of, Oh no, just, there's just no hope, but there, there feels like the new season and just the, the smiles, the new faces, the new blood. It, like I, I really feel like that's coming together so much better. It just, I could feel like, I feel like the, the positivity in the locker room, you could see that on the ice. I yeah. think that's going to pay dividends throughout this entire year too. That's a good way of putting it. And like, simply put, this was a, a very gutsy win. They got outplayed at the start, went a full 10 minutes without getting a shot on net. Again, not a lot of, there are, there are a lot of not good things to come out of this game. The zone entries, the zone exits, those are still a problem. The fact that the hurricane still, I believe it was 13 shots from the slot. This game I counted from directly inside the slot. So that's yeah. not good either. Uh, and then you look at Larkin's Larkin's first goal. Was that a lucky bounce? Absolutely. Went off two hurricanes, but that was just a textbook example of keeping your head down when the going gets rough because 20 seconds before that Vincent Trocek ties up the game on the power play. Dylan Larkin comes right back down the other way. It tries a centering attempt to Anthony Mantha hits off Trocek hits off Shea and it goes into the back of the net, a lucky bounce, no doubt. But when you get the puck to the net, good things happen and it sounds like cliche and a lot of stuff but it, a lot of times it is true 
and I would say the, the, the quick transitions as well, not coming out of the zone, definitely not in the zone, but in the, those little breakups, neutral zones back in, well, we, there's like three breakaways. Yeah. Like, granted, you know, it's Nemestikov had two and that was, that's awesome to see as well. That's a nice little piece. I love seeing that. He's going to have more chances. Mm-hmm. He's going to get lucky. I mean, not even going to get lucky. He's going to score. I mean, it, to have that again, when you're thinking last year, that was just an advocator on that line, you know? Yeah. Phenomenal. That's, that's another, that's a big thing that we also have to take into consideration is that that's the, the new blood, like I said before, is going to change the way this team plays. And I mean, Phil Plon won too. I mean, it's, uh, that's what, that's the one thing that I, that I was surprised about that was the amount of turnovers and plays really quickly going back the other way. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong, you're going to need to start finishing some of those because uh, there were some of the only shots that the Red Wings got for a lot of the games. But uh, I do agree with you. Like those first two, uh, Nemestikov had two breakaways. I think he kind of just picked one of them up. I can't remember how they exactly started, but I want to say that it wasn't necessarily one of those passes that you're talking about, but he did make one of those passes uh to Philpula's I think the one that you might be referring to Philpula didn't make a move none of them made a move Luke Lendenning had like a point blank chance like five feet in front of the net and I can't remember exactly what he did with it but it was I saw three (laughs) I saw three replays of it and I still don't know how he went backhand and wide like I just it just didn't make any sense to me at all I saw three different replays I was like how did how did he not even just hit a post that's uh, but then to just kind of keep on the, the whole like staying in the game uh, portion of it, because a couple minutes later, the Carolina Hurricanes, they end up tying it back up. Mark Stahl gets beat by Andre Sveshnikov. That's a goal that in years past, especially in the eyes of the fans too, like that, that would just bury you mentally. And it didn't, they came back the other way. I want to talk in, uh, a little bit more about Phillips, Adina, Robbie Fabry, Bobby Ryan. So I guess we'll get to my next takeaway. And that is, the underdog line forever. I love these guys. Uh, we talked about Zadina, Bobby Ryan scoring his first goal in his first game of the season, first game for the Red Wings. And that play to me, we talked about it in regards to Zadina, but for the rest of the line depicted how Ryan can be successful with these guys. Yeah. You texted me right after he scored. You just said, suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, Ethan has Fair been, enough. uh, on the, I don't, I don't really believe in the Bobby Ryan experiment, but Hey, like that's, I mean, that's fair. Like we didn't know what we were going to get from Bobby Ryan. And I think kind of like I was just saying, he's going to have to score these types of goals. He's not going to be able to score like the, the two toe drags between the legs. Like that's not who Bobby Ryan is anymore. But in this sense, Fabry comes in, he's the first four checker in. he makes a play on the puck forces that puck around by the time the Next Hurricanes defenseman picks it up. Phillips Adina is right behind him. They're helping each other out. And then while all this is going on, Bobby Ryan sees the play developing, parks himself right in that high slot, wide open. Zadina gets him the pass. It's tic-tac-toe. And a wonderful play by Zadina, too. I saw it developing. I'm just like, he's out front. He's out front. Can't tell. And it was by the time I was starting to say it, it was already in the net. Phenomenal play. Uh, and then Bobby Ryan with a legendary quote in the post game, John Keating kind of asked him, you know, at this stage of career, yada, 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 why did you pick Detroit? And he just goes, ah, Steve Eiserman. And then he went into like a two minute diatribe after that, but it was just great that he was just like Steve Eiserman. What else is there? 
I do that just absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then Robbie Fabry, we we kind of touched on how bad he was in the faceoff circle in that season opener against Carolina. I believe he went two for 14. He cleaned it up a little bit in this game, going five for 11. Had the game-winning goal, like we mentioned. Hit a post before that. I really like him and Zadina together. I think this is uh, the start of something really, really exciting all season long. I know. It's, just, it's nice to be able to have more than one line that's, that can put up offense. And that line was just phenomenal. To, yeah. Or yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. Well, two days ago when this gets posted. When, yeah. And then like to, to kind of piggyback off of that as well, we, I think that third line too is looking like something that it's not going to be good. It's not going to be better than a lot of third lines out there, but it's still going to be something where you're able to get chances. That's uh, something. From that <laughs> and, and, and that is better than nothing. That is better than what we saw last year when the third line was out there a season ago. You didn't have any – you just really were praying. L- last season was you basically clenching your butt cheeks waiting for Dylan Larkin, Anthony Mantha, and Tyler Bertuzzi to get back on the ice. Well, not even Anthony Mantha because he was hurt for most of the season. Yeah. But this year, like, you kind of just – you can kind of sit back and watch and feel comfortable – seeing what these other lines can do. Matthias Brome, uh, he got moved down to the fourth line with the return of Bobby Ryan. Another uh, effect of that, Franz Nielsen out of the lineup. So thank God he's got that A. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, do you have any more, any more takeaways before we get to the, uh, to the goaltending? Uh, no, not really. Go Red Wings go. I'm happy we got some more offense, a little <laughs> bit more offense. All right, uh, then I'm going to talk to you guys today about Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever before. They've got six new amazing flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Let me tell you guys something. I sprained my ankle real bad last weekend. Haven't left my bed since. Guess what's been saving my life, Ethan? Um, is it Built Bars? It's Built Bars because uh, once everybody in my house goes to sleep, I can't really uh, get anybody to, to fetch things for me, which is kind of a bummer. So I'm like up in my room, I'm hungry, whether it be the morning, whether it be, you know, late at night. But now, thanks to our friends at Built Bar, who shipped us a, a nice big restock box. It was kind of incredible. Oh, yeah. uh, to the house. I've been keeping those next to my bed. They fill me up. They keep me going. And... I like feel great for the rest of the day too. And that's a big part of it as well. All bars are covered in hundred percent chocolate. All bars are soft and easy to chew. Built bar is great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And their bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein and high fiber. They're great for the keto diet or for anybody who wants to stay away. Uh, guess, I guess just from, you know, things that make it blow up a little bit. Uh, use our promo code lockdown when you go to builtbar.com. And you'll get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code lockdown for 20% off at builtbar.com. And before we kick it back into segment three here, I just want to tell you guys that if you don't ever want to miss another big hockey story again, then start your week off with Lockdown NHL. Every Monday, Lockdown Kings host Sarah Avampedo interviews local experts covering the biggest stories in hockey. Get reactions to blockbuster trades, deep dives on the teams destined to be at the top of the standings, and analysis of hockey's hottest stars. Subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Ethan, segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Our third takeaway from the Red Wings 4-2 win over the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday. Both of us, we looked at each other in the group chat, looked at each other digitally and said, "Uh uh-huh. 
it's it's gonna be Jonathan Bernier. The Red Wings have a one-two punch. Although we said that, although we we probably kind of thought that it's a certain point last year, uh, with Howard <laughs> having a pretty yeah. good start. But it looks so far after two games that the Red Wings uh have a pretty good tandem and net. Bernier stopping 29 of 31, picks up his first win of the season on Saturday night. What'd you like out of him? He looked great. It looked like he didn't miss a step on it. Honestly, you know, would mm. you say that he didn't need to miss a step? Yeah. I mean, the battle between Grice and Bernier will be great this year. I mean, not even just for those two pushing each other, but it, I mean, it really does nothing but benefit the entire team. Mm. I mean, I just, I, you love seeing that. Hopefully they can both stay on that pace, which I don't think there's any reason why they wouldn't. But I mean, we're gonna get outshot these games. We're we're not. There a lot of them are gonna be empty net four two wins or three one wins or something like that. When we get them, it's it. You need great goaltending, and I mean, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, Nolan. Don't say it. Maybe I'd say it. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I, I think you should say it. I'm gonna. Um, maybe a top ten goaltending tandem in the NHL. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. not right maybe. now, they're Sorry. both. They are top 10 yeah uh right now they are both i mean obviously small sample size guys small sample size. don't care uh after after two games they are both top six in goals saved versus goals save expectation uh so that's pretty good thomas grace number two jonathan bernier number six that's a pretty pretty impressive stat to throw out there and i just i just really hope that they can keep it up as the season goes on and i guess i'm just curious to know uh like from your standpoint is there a electrifying or maybe not electrifying is the right word but just something that helps bring the locker room together when both of your goalies are like on point and they're friendly with each other and it's like a fun thing like i feel like that's something that can kind of help maybe add something to the locker room when both goalies are good and they're having fun and they like each other. Well, the thing is, is I don't want to speak. I mean, they could hate each other, but the, like you can speak on, you know, when we played hockey together, like it's the, it's the confidence in knowing that you're always going to have that last line of defense back there to have your back. Yeah. It's not like you have to worry about, Oh no, it's another breakaway. Oh God, you know, Oh no, another five hole goal. Oh no, no, no. Another low blocker. It's, it's the knowing that you have that back there gives you that opportunity to make a few more chances, you know, Mm -hmm. have somebody step up in the rush, you push the, push the play up the ice, knowing that you have him back there, whoever it is. I, I, it, I absolutely love it. You need great goaltending to win in this league. And, and with this team specifically, obviously, that's that'll be a theme. So that'll be something that we keep an eye on as the season goes on. And I guess I, maybe this is some, a conversation we can have at another point too, but I guess just from that standpoint as well, I mean, do you see anything different in their styles? Because you kind of went a little bit in depth on Thomas Grice the other day. Um, but maybe is there a situation where you play a certain guy against a certain kind of team or I – mean, that's something well, maybe if you're like looking at, at a later point in the season? Or? Yeah, I – I guess if you want to look at, you know, analytics and or just like their records and stats against respective teams, you can you can go that route. Absolutely. Especially with how the schedule is this year. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, luckily, we're only playing eight different teams. So it's there's 
it'd be rough if like Bernier was like just rough against these teams and Grice is like, yeah, no, please throw me in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're both, they're both gonna, they'll, they'll both probably split games. I mean, I don't see really a reason why they wouldn't. I don't really think this team's going to be aiming. I just, I just wasn't yeah. sure if there was like a, a better, you know, uh, one style suited a better type of, you know, opposition or something like that. Uh, um, no, not really. It's just, I mean, Bernie looked the exact same to me as he did when yeah. he was playing MVP caliber, in my opinion. Last <laughs> year, so. MVP, Jonathan Bernie. Uh, just a couple odds and ends before we wrap up on Saturday. Oh, actually, that stat that we were making fun of from the other night when it was like stat, 10 scoring chances for the Red Wings compared to like 14 for Carolina. I went yeah. back and watched a pretty big majority of the game, and I actually don't think that that is completely – inaccurate because they were getting they didn't get a ton of shots on that but they also like they had a lot of prime opportunities and they hit a bunch of crossbars and like there was that play that kind of just got there were plays that kind of just got forgotten about over time that were just like little one-off flash in the pan like the uh i think it was heronic shot it from the point it tipped off larkin and went off the crossbar or something like that so uh that'll be something to keep an eye on too just like shots versus chances and kind of just offensive efficiency as well. Cause that's another way that you can kind of make up for lack of talent or skill, if you will, is by Definitely. making the most on your chances as the season goes on. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, four goals, like four goals, four and 21 shots this past game. So definitely yeah, make them count. That's a perfect example of that. Um, all right. A couple odds and ends to wrap up the show. Helm ended his protocol and skated on Saturday. He's been un- unable to practice or play since January 2nd. I got this quote here from Jeff Blaschel via MLive. He said, quote, you miss that much time, 14 days of not exercising. Basically, it's going to take a little bit. Uh, I can't put an exact timeline on it, but certainly need a number of great practices and skates. Blaschel added protocol states that after you quarantine period is up, you have to for sure have 14 days of rigorous exercise. So yeah, that, that'll be something we put a pin in as well. Don't expect Darren Helm to come back to the lineup. Anytime soon, Christian Juice as well expected to come out of his quarantine on Tuesday, according to Helene St. James. So that'll be also something to keep an eye on. And then Alex Biega was waived by the Red Wings on Sunday. Uh, if he clears waivers, he'll remain on the taxi squad, which means he can travel and practice with the team. All righty. Uh, coming up next, Red Wings play the Blue Jackets on Monday. We'll be back here uh, tomorrow with a game recap of that. And then uh, probably over Tuesday and Thursday, maybe. I don't know exactly how it'll play out, but we'll preview the Jackets. We'll recap the Tuesday night game. It'll be lots of fun. As I mentioned, the only way to make sure that you never miss an episode is by subscribing to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you like to listen. And then just go ahead, do us a favor, share this podcast with somebody you love, somebody who loves the Red Wings. Leave us a rate, review, all that good stuff. And follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. You're locked on Red Wings. Your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.